guys, welcome back to The Good Christian episode 9 with Slava Mashkov. Just to let you guys know, The Good Christian podcast is not about theory and theology. We find people who are going through circumstances of frustration, pain, or rejoicing and stuff. And we focus on their experience, what got them through, and what gets them going through times of need. If you're agnostic, atheist, whatever faith you believe, whatever you don't believe in, this podcast isn't to tell you you're right or wrong. Just say, hey, look, I've been through hell, and this is what got me through. In episode 9, we get to interview Sam Matsuk. This kid in middle school slash entering high school experienced his brother passing away in front of him in a car accident. And he just talks about um, what got him through, what kept him going, and how he just made a situation of that traumatizing as something that to build off of and to become a better person. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Can't wait to see you guys later. Hey guys, welcome back to the Good Christian Podcast. I'm Slav. And I got to meet a guy, a young adult, three weeks ago. What was that? Three? Yeah, yeah three weeks ago. Yeah. His name is Sam. Matsuk? Matsuk, yeah. Matsuk. Matsuk, if you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, when I met him, I was like, who's this chub? Who's this, you know, scrub? <laughs> but I started talking to him, and I was like, how's it going on with your life? And just just spending, what, not even 10 minutes talking to each other, man. I was like, man, I really want to have said my podcast on this yeah. podcast for you guys just to see how, what wisdom or experience he can give us. So I didn't tell Sam much about the podcast. This is, he's just coming on. He doesn't know what we do or why we do what we do, but... This podcast is not about theology or ideology. I don't care, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who cares about how the world's going to end? It's more about what have you experienced and what have you learned from your experiences and what's gotten you through. And um, the reason you guys will understand why I brought Sam on, you know, it gives his life story, but um, I think it's going to be a really great benefit, especially to you guys who are trying to understand life through pain, suffering, or just events that are just. Maybe have no reason to him at the moment in time, and you're like, man, why, why does such evil or such pain happen to me? At, you know what I mean? When my mm-hmm. life is where it's at and things are going. But Sam, you want to introduce yourself to people? I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. How um, old are you? What's life about? What are you doing with life right now? Well, right now I'm 21 years old. I, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I'm just joined life working I just got back from doing this internship up in Vancouver Washington but I'll explain later on probably how I got there and just right. you know my life's just it's been a different view of life just past, these past two years and kind of just really trying to embrace every moment of life enjoy yeah. everything and to me I just been working enjoy just outdoors I'm an outdoor guy just love chilling hanging out with friends love community love yeah, family it's just having family not just legit family but like family and friends and just i just love being together as 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 family and i love love to have fun and just really enjoy life yeah just simple things yeah because like um I, I don't know if people know are you are you a christian uh yes i was i was i'm a believer now but i did grow up in a christian family but i wouldn't say i was a Christian, so-called Christian, okay. because to me, I always, my whole life was just Christianity was just like a title. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what it was all about, and it really all the good stuff that it says in the Word never really, never really. I never seen it active in my in my life, mm-hmm. like everything the Word says. I, I realized a lot of it was just titles and just knowledge and theology, and which is right. good, right. good stuff. 
it's good stuff, but without it being alive, it's just, it's worthless. It's just, it's like having a million bucks, but not doing anything with it, just sitting there. It's just no power, powerless, just being just broken inside. And for sure, to me was, that's, I heard this good news, but inside I was rotting away. And yeah. I tried, like, I'll, I'm going to say that I didn't try, like, I tried finding God my whole life. And I, there was moments that I experienced something, just mm -hmm. this fire, this, this, this truth, this presence but that's that was my life was up and down like a lot of christians would yeah. say yeah I'm with uh, you, yeah, you know sure. what i mean like they would say i'm living two two different lifestyles but then i didn't realize that living one lifestyle doesn't mean you're in and out living one the way god wants is for us to work with him and throughout life it just even when i Biggest encounter to me was just, I got to the point that I was, I did BMX for, I've been riding BMX for about seven years and it became my passion of you life. you serious? Yeah. Like pegs and everything? Yeah, I did. I still ride. Yeah. But I was literally, I was supposed to, I was trying to get, I got sponsored, I got, I was supposed to go actually devote my life to BMX. That was actually my passion. It just made me come alive. It just something where whatever I was going through, something I ran to biking just to get everything off my mind, to just to, it was my life. Wow, I should say, and that was my life until until it was me, and my brother. I grew up with. I had an older brother. Yeah. Um, we grew up together. We were close. We always did. We started out with hockey together as kids, and then we grew into BMX. And we, because we were only a year apart, so we grew together as bros and video games. A little bit of video. He was little, more in the video games, video but game, yeah, yeah, we played that Mario Kart. A yeah, lot of yeah, that. yeah, on Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. The nineties, baby. Dude, hey, my family, my bros are there too, man. <laughs> but yeah, that's from there on. Like me and my brother, just we everything like. We played soccer together, but one thing we loved was biking, BMX, both of us. And we grew, and that was actually both of our passions. Like, we were so, he would actually, because he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't progressing like I was. So he he's like, dude, I want to just film you because I want you to grow. That's awesome, man. And we were working together, and it was, it was sick. Life was awesome, just enjoying, like, church was, God was just, you know, God was God in my life. But it wasn't mm -hmm. like, that. my passion was but BMX, and. It came to this point that um, we were we were growing up and life was just life was just like whatever. When you're seems like when you're younger, life was just so much faster. Not even faster, but moments. I wouldn't say faster. I would say moments seem like they flew by, but yet they feel felt like they're so slow. Like I think yeah, back now. Yeah, 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 man. Like in the moment, it felt like it was so, life was so fast. But then I realized now, like how slow it actually felt compared to life now. Mm -hmm. It's like every day back then had had a value, had a meaning. Like my summers were just, were like it just, it felt like my summers dragged, but at the same time it flew by, which is weird. But now I look at it, and my life is just like. Dude, there goes another week. There yeah. goes another month. There goes another year. Yeah, I am 21. And it's, boom, I'm 21. And But along with that, it's just 
when me and my brother we got in, basically I got in as growing up I was I was more of a shy kid I didn't really talk to it because my passion was BMX and that's what I was known for even like my group of friends was all really? BMX like we we would travel states to do I'd do competitions me my my dad my my brother and then we would just travel and a little now and then and it got to this point there like my brother started to get into this uh the drug scene mm-hmm. and in uh school and stuff he just got tied away with that and basically he we we kind of it kind of it didn't separate us like physically but our connection was separated in a way mm-hmm. like you know like it's like we could be close to each other but like there's just there's not that that vibe i don't know how to yeah, explain yeah, but that, like you could connect with someone just because, like, I really think it's just something more than just physical. I think mm-hmm. something spiritual. Just There's just something, I wouldn't even say, like, all being super spiritual, but there's something like that. And that that's what got kind of got sep- started getting separated. Like, that true love or that true unity, that true brotherhood. Yeah. Or, because I think it's more than just doing everything together. It's having a heart for something that, and that's where the that's where the power holds and that started to separate when he started to get into into drugs and stuff and long story short he became i wouldn't say a drug addict but at the same time yes he was he he was just battling he was trying to mm-hmm. he was trying to just he was trying to change he said i don't want to he would tell me sam i don't want ever want you to do drugs it's not worth it look right. at me wow. and just my brother, he was a guy that he's, he told all his friends, they're, like, they're all doing, he's like, I'm, you guys better never let my brother do drugs. Like, he was that guy that always, always backed me up. He was a bro. Like, yeah. in reality, he, he was a true bro. And long story short, life went on. We, he got into this and that, mm-hmm. and he got to the point that he was just tired of it. And it was, it was Monday night. It was a Monday night. My my brother out of nowhere. We have church prayers that we went to. My brother never liked going. He just mm-hmm. randomly one day just said, "Mom, I asked him, do you want to go?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, I want to go." And from that day, he just my brother was just in and out, like I said. But his he had a really good heart for people. He loved people. Like he mm-hmm. would do anything for people. And the thing is, at the same time whatever people offered he'd easily receive like his heart was soft you know like yeah. it's like he was an easy giver but at the same time when people would offer like when he's struggling like he's trying to quit but people would offer it he's easy to pull in mm-hmm. so but anyways that Monday night I'm just shortening up a little bit to get to where I'm at now in my life he ended up radically giving his life to the Lord mm-hmm. and not only just giving his life to the Lord radically I'm not talking about all. Oh, it just comes out, says and all. He says, he starts, he starts just literally telling my parents, "I'm so sorry." He goes, call. He asks my mom, "Hey, mom, if can, if I call dad, because my dad was sleeping, he's mm-hmm. like, can if I call my, if I call dad right now, do you think he will forgive me for everything he did? Because he, let's just say yeah. he made my parents go through hell, and my mom's like, yeah, and he calls and my. And my dad says, I forgive you. And and she goes, and he go, tells my mom, Mom, my mom was sharing with me. She, he's like, he had a smile. Dad actually forgave me for everything. Mm-hmm. And from there on, it just started going to, right after church, my mom was sharing. He would, we had like people bringing stuff to unload 
and he would always be the one to quickly leave. He'd start helping people. Wow. And then he would text. Uh, he text a bunch of people. Yo, I'm sorry for whatever I did. Like yeah. just, this is all Monday night. That's and crazy. This man. is all Monday night. And Tuesday morning, we're driving to school. This is when we're driving to school, and this is. So the night before, he gives his life to the Lord. And this next morning, we're driving to school, and we're running a little late, and the car fishtailed, and I'm sitting in the back seat. Or actually, let's. I forgot to mention something. This is really powerful. Mention, bro. I was, as I was, we were getting in the car. I always sat front seat because I'm like, we pick up my cousin up the mm-hmm. road. I'd always sit front seat. And that, that night, I guess the window was cracked open. And it rained a little and got the seat wet. And he's like, bro, I want you to sit in the back today. I let Alex sit here because it's seat wet. wet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, whatever. So I sat in the back. <laughs> I got, I had my seatbelt on as I remember. And then, of course, we had the bikes in the car and stuff. But anyways, we picked up my cousin Alex. We were driving to school, running a little late. And we ended up fishtailing and he lost control on a turn and ended up against t-boned by a car some lady and to me i'm the only one that remained in the car i i remember blanking out waking up and i'm in the car and it felt like a movie scene like straight up like halo like modern warfare or something just you know when the like a bomb goes up and mm-hmm. just smoke and you start to see that's what it felt like in the moment and turns out here, when when the impact happened, my cousin Alex broke, flew out through passenger window and landed on dirt. And as the car was spinning, my brother then, because of the impact so hard, flew out the same window but landed on pavement. Um, waking up in the scene, I was like, what is going on? This can't be real. But at the same time, it was happening so quick that it was just, it was, but at the same time, time was like, I felt like time slowed down in right. life. It just every second felt like an hour like i'm like what is going on i'm confused my arm was just swollen like i couldn't move my arm i didn't know my face was like i had cracked on the side here cracked skull not cracked skull but it was cracked i guess you could say i had i got staples in okay but i look the lady that hit us hit us because we got lost control she was um she was her car was destroyed too. Her car actually caught on fire, and my cousin was laying right next to him. And that, like, can you like, I, I'll try to explain this, but I'm there at a scene. My cousin laying next to a car that's on fire, yelling, "Help! Help me! This car is about to explode!" I look at his face. His skull, his head is cracked open, and I see his skull. And I see blood dripping, and I'm like, I, I think he's dying. I can't even come up to him because it's just so disgusting looking. Yeah. And he's yelling, help, the car's about to explode. And over here, your brother is groaning. You're looking at him. You're talking to him. There's no response. And it's, what do you do in the moment? You know, and yeah. with the faith that I had, with the faith that I had in my life, I've encountered Jesus, but this was something radical. Is he snapped his brain stem so there was no way he could even respond. And I didn't know he gave his life to the Lord, but I knew his life. And I was like, Lord, I don't know what I, I don't know how this came out of, but I didn't have this boldness. Oh, I hope he's okay. I had this boldness. Lord, let his heart be prepared. That's the only thought I had. Lord, let his soul be saved in the moment. That's crazy, man. It wasn't, it wasn't no pretty preaching. Oh, no, it was Lord. I, I, his heart needs to be saved. And I started praying for him. And I'm like, Tim, 
I'm like, Tim, you, you, would you like, like my, I remember my last words. It wasn't, yo, bro, everything's going to be okay. It was, bro, uh, you want to give your life to the Lord. And I didn't know he gave his life to the Lord last night. I'm like, bro, Jesus, do you want to give your life to the Lord? And he, and he, and, and in that moment, I don't know how, rat, how, I don't know how to explain it supernaturally. He answered, he was, uh, that, and that, I, it was like a yes. And I got it. And after that, when ambulance showed up, they, he would not talk. He would not murmur nothing. He wow. was, they said that he couldn't, there's no way he could speak. He was telling me, but from there, that started the radical, the radical experience of this, my walk with God and cops would show up to the scene and they didn't, they didn't even know who I was because they're looking at this scene and I'm there and I'm tr- with my brother. They're pushing everyone aside. As I remember right now, I'm just I remember this moment. They're pushing, they push me. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? He's like, he looks, I didn't know my face is destroyed. Mm. He's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, what do you mean? What's wrong with me? Like, I'm just, and like to this point, like I'm trying to just be with my brother and yeah. he's pushed all oh, and they didn't understand, they didn't understand what, that I was with the car and mm. finally tied down and from there on, it just, I'll just say our life just completely, I'll just say my life completely changed from priorities to purpose, to just thinking, what is life all about? And from that day, I'll just, I'll just, from that season, it's just, there's a whole shift, not in my family, but in our whole family. Like, mm-hmm. And change in school, like, I don't know where everyone knows you. Yeah. And what a what a what a temporary feeling it is. You know, you could have all you want. You could have all the people around you, the the most well known people, you know. But they're only there for for a season. They're there on the outer but there wasn't that that freedom inside of me of brokenness, yeah. that empty hole. It got to the point that as life went on, a year later, went from hundreds of people to couple people, mm-hmm. you know, and it got but down got down to a few real friends and and you know it wouldn't. I started to kind of get hit, hurt by it, you know, and started to just, I was so like, I saw the Lord move, I was passionate to know the Lord, and my life slipped there, I started to just, got tired of everyone, I got tired of everything, I had this, this anger inside of me, there was no, that love that once existed, that unity, because of the whole situation with my personal family, mm-hmm. it started to get diminished. It started to rot away, that unity. I just started to build this anger in me. And and I'm just like, what is what is going on? What is going on? And yeah. my dad, would, my, I got to my point, I didn't want to go to church no more. My parents would come on. And they were like, you know, we're, we're done. We're just going to pray for you. They're like, we don't know what else to do. Just pray for you. And did you hate God? It's not that I hated God, but I just didn't like him. I knew that like oh, I'll just put it this way. I knew that he's working all things good because yeah. 
the life my brother was living was complete hell. And I know that if he kept going, he would that moment. I know that was all led by God because the whole time my parents were praying for him. Mm -hmm. They were interceding for my brother just for his life because they couldn't control his drug addiction. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you can try all you want. So, like, my dad tried everything. He tried from 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 grounding to whatever it is. Like, to, when you're younger, to, whatever you do to punish, nothing works. The law doesn't work. The yeah. rules don't work. It's, it's, my dad got to, they got to this understanding. All we need to do is pray and just love on him as a son. And that's what they started to do. And they started to see change in him. And, and that's what allowed that radical encounter for him to just encounter. And just, I think when you begin to see what a prayer really is, it's about you talking with God. It's not, it's not just a simple, oh, get down on your knees and pray. It's like me and you talking about mm -hmm. God. We're actually inviting him in the midst of it. And that's a prayer. I think that's what prayer is about. It's just simply talking about him. And that's a prayer already. Wow. And my parents just started to just encourage him like bro you're gonna be this just with the word just things they started prompting over his life just mm -hmm. declaring over his life i would hear my mom just it doesn't make sense but middle of the night downstairs praying for her children my son I, lord protect my son whatever it is i know but protect like these words that like they weren't they weren't words of punishment they weren't words of oh you're such a bad kid they were words of love and just hope and Damn. I realized that's what started to change my brother but that's what really changed my brother and yeah. they started to see that's what they had to do with me and I got a little bit into the to the world doing a little things with friends but really quickly I was able to discern that wow there's there's no there's no feeling in this there's no feeling in having all the friends there's no feeling in being well known there's no feeling my even my passion for my bike just dropped because mm -hmm. I would go to ride it's not the same it's it's just I'm going where I'd run to have freedom it's just still brokenness it's still emptiness it's just there's right. nothing you know and it was just it wasn't till I'm just living this I'm in the midst of this life of just trying different things just trying I'm just sitting there one day at work. Just, I had it all. I got, I got to work for government jobs. Mm -hmm. I was making money. I bought a brand new car, cash. Just, I was living. I'll just say I was living in the moment. Like, if I pursued things, I could have, like, it was living. I was mm -hmm. living, you know. And I was just, I was sitting at work, and I said, I'm sitting there. Up on the left, I'm because I work twelve. I work sixty hour weeks. I was just busting, just and then I was just sitting there at work, and I'm up on the lift and just looking outside. And I'm like, God, I I know you're real. I've seen you move my life, mm -hmm. but if this is what life is about, I don't want it. I'd rather die today because I can't see myself living sixty years doing this. Yeah, and and. People always come and go, this and this, all this, this is, this is. And I'm like, dude, I want to know who you are. Yeah. And that's where I could say my journey radically started. I started to, what happened is I didn't isolate myself, but at the same time I did. I isolated myself from like almost all my, it was like a process. But I slowly isolate myself from people, from the what's so called the friends and yeah. just everything else and just 
slowly just started not just, oh, not doing anything. I was filling myself up with something. I didn't pray because I had to pray this and that. I, I wanted to know who this God was. And it just simply led to read the Bible. Yeah. But it wasn't just reading. I was like, wow, this is true. This is a lie. And the prayer. And then all these things just started happening. I started to simply see this supernatural peace. I started having peace over over this situation. This, this heart. I can't explain it, but mm-hmm. there was this peace. This knowing that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know. That I know, and I think it's the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, or it's mm-hmm. talking about in the Word. I started to actually see it come to pass in my heart, and I seen my family restoration in our relationship. Yeah, it wasn't even my dad would. Hey, I'm sorry. Like my dad wasn't. It used to be this. Oh, I'm right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It came to, hey guys, I'm, I apologize. I wasn't right here. Or just yeah, seeing wow. seeing things just soften up and. Let's just put it this way. It's just never been the same. I'm going to say, yeah, I, I struggled with different addictions. I started mm-hmm. struggled with just different problems, issues, brokenness. But yeah. I realized that this God, he, he, he wanted to work with me. He wasn't the God. He didn't, he didn't want me just to not do sin. Because I realized he doesn't want us just to not do bad things oh, and then get to heaven. No, he wants to possess us. With so much love, so much freedom, so mm-hmm. much joy, so much peace, so much righteousness, that sin, that 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 guilt, that shame, that brokenness, that that dirt, that filth yeah. does not reign in our hearts anymore. And I started realizing that's where that's where freedom is. That's where life is at. It's being in the midst of His presence, the very wow. thing we were created to walk in, and. As I started to, it wasn't. It wasn't no longer theology. It was. It was life. It was radical. It was what I read is what I see. When I when I start to mm-hmm. believe, it becomes a part in my life, and I start facing. It's not like I didn't have no more problems in life. I didn't have no more people going against me. I didn't. No, I had all that. I had all. Life always has tri- trials. Amen to that. You know, it's it, the thing is, there's always gonna be hell. Like there's, the, we're gonna go through hell, but. It's who we're doing it with. You know, it's... This world is so corrupt, but at the same time, it's because they don't see creation in the way it was, create, it was created to be seen. Uh-huh. It's... I started to just see, like, God not own this church. I see to see God, creation, creator, everything. Mm-hmm. Every good thing is from the Lord. And it's... The devil, he just took it and just, he blinded us. He created religion, created these walls, these, these, this false this false freedom, and or just perverted everything. Every, just everything, he perverted it to, even for me the biggest thing was even just fellowshipping. How much? What do you mean? I never understood like, let's just put it this way. Why do we, we love, like, why are parties so fun? You get what I mean? Like, I loved, like, parties. People go attracted to parties. Like, mm. like you, you, I loved it. You drink, and then you just fellowship with people. 
I started to realize that's been perverted because in in the Bible, God is all about fellowshipping. But He wants us to fellowship and have the Holy Spirit. And when He's the source of the fellowship, there's no other there's no there's no other greater joy. There's no other greater how do I say high people say, but I say it's not just you know, when you when you take a sip to get that vibe, mm-hmm. it's only temporary. That joy, that just that freedom I it's almost like I don't care. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, that right. vibe that oh I don't care. But there's this there's this thing that's only so limited that's limited. It lasts for a moment. And he's took we were created to party. We were created to fellowship with one another because re- in reality, what do people party? They don't party just oh just to get they party because if you realize they want we're called to walk as a family we're called to walk as a body we want to we want to grow yeah, off wow. each other we want to be together but the enemy has fooled it with this temporary this temporary just false like abusive drugs you know just using women for the wrong it just blinded us mm-hmm. that we we started to cut off and we don't even see that we're actually created to party with one another we're created to work together as a family but we're created to have this other joy this other peace this other freedom that comes through Jesus Christ and and that comes through the holy spirit wow and man i started to realize that that i could actually have fun with Jesus this Jesus no longer became this name but this this presence and there's definitely times there's seasons where it feels dry but it's not about feelings like I love when the feelings of of when you begin to walk you get to feel encounter those are awesome but there's this thing called faith when you start to just believe and I always would say like a lot of people always slip like they run to this Jesus they get that vibe they get that feel and that's awesome like that's the encounter but then they slip because they don't feel like or things just in life start taking over that and I started to realize that God gives God is love he gives us this he gives us this one thing he does not give us is obedience that's for us to respond Say that again, bro. That was... You know, God gives us a lot. He gives us a lot, like peace, joy, mm-hmm. whatever that. Yeah. We we got, we got always ask God, do this, cause, but things we got to remember. God is asking for our obedience. That's good, man. Our obedience comes with us trusting Him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I realize this God, He's not a, He's not a God of dictatorship. This God... He's a God of love. That's why He gives us free choice. And you notice, He would never do things for you. He only do things with you. And people don't see that sometimes. That's so good, man. Like, I've, when I started to realize this truth, because my whole life I was always begging God and i never seen it happen. I never realized why it doesn't come to pass. Well, the reason it doesn't come to pass because it's all about fellowship. It's all about being one with Him, with everyone, having mm-hmm. that love, maintaining, just being one, just walking in that unity. And allowing him to be in the midst of it. Yeah, wow. And you realize that it's not about you. It's about to give him glory. And it's it's so simple. Because the happiest you'll ever be is giving your life, living it for someone else. Like, let's just put it this way. When you give someone, you, like, to me, when, the, when I went mission trip or something, when I give something that's mine, 
it's yeah, maybe has a value in me, but when I give it and I see someone else's that joy reach, mm-hmm. I start to rem- remember the Father's love. That's good, man. Because he re- that's what he did. He gave his son for us. And that's what that's what that's the love that drives us. and if if we would choose if we would choose him, choose him. Yeah. I'm not talking about when you're feeling him or not feeling him. I'm talking simply when you're going through dryness, when you're going through this stage of doubt, Lord, you I've seen you move in my life this mm-hmm. way. You have set me free and I started to realize that slowly that little bit of faith because the devil he's so clever. What he does is he takes an area where Let's say you're a little weak or you have a little bit of doubt. He starts to feed that. And when he begins to have that, that victory of that, what he has in that begins to take over every other area where you know it was God. It starts, oh, was that really God? And he basically what he's doing, he's draw, sucking every, mm-hmm. every, how do I say, every force that, every Every foundation he's trying to drag out that builds, and what he's doing, he's trying to build you on a mountain of death, doubt. I meant mountain of doubt Mm -hmm. that in the end you deny Christ. Christ works the opposite. He tells us to hold on, right, by faith. And what happens? I realize when I start to, in those same moments when I'm feeling dry, where like honestly don't even feel nothing, Mm -hmm. I start looking back. Lord, I saw you move in my life. This and what happens? That faith begins to bring faith into another situation. It begins to build a mountain. And then that builds a mountain of faith. And when that moment comes of, how do I say, freedom, Mm -hmm. it's not only, you're not only gonna, you gotta realize, Christ, it's not about you anymore. It's about doing doing His will, right? And doing His will. so good, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? But living it out, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, Honestly, I never understood this. I never knew that understood this Christian walk of, like, I always thought God is for me. Yeah, God loves me. It's so personal. It's awesome. But realize, I started to realize that when I, when when I hold on through this trial or something, right? Yeah. That that same like when I go through it, that trial that I went through could be an answer to someone else's prayer. Wow. Because, the Lord will use that to answer Him. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a te- your life becomes a testimony. Your life becomes a ministry. Ministry is not in church. You are, you you're just always full time ministry wherever you're at. It's just, yeah. it's a lifestyle. It's just knowing that you're free, and that's where like I came alive, and the Lord led me. I just had this desire, like I say, the Lord led me. Sometimes people just need to learn how to hear God. Wow. Like they say, oh, I I tried this whole Christian walk. Yeah, mm-hmm. but did you actually hear His voice? Maybe half of the things that you, you you claim God didn't answer wasn't actually from God. Mm-hmm. You know, I I, I I I could admit that with me. I always wanted right. all these vo- like I got to the you point know, that I was like popularity, yeah, power, you know, yeah. what I mean? and, you know, I mean, and status. But yeah, yeah, like sometimes God, like I always want, like we all, like we're just our nature is to be like put up, you know. No, we want to be this. That's our nature. We want to be this. But sometimes God wants to work in us. He wants to work. He wants to fix all that. The For character. Sure. That's good, man. For like, sure. the gifts he gives are awesome, but the character is something that you gotta, you gotta, like, obedience. Just character. Having a, You gotta cut that up yourself. He can't change that. And that yeah. only changes when you choose him. 
So good. And what happens is in, he'll, he'll give you tests and trials that will bring up that character that, that he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. And that for you to respond by saying, Lord, I cut this off. I choose love. I choose I choose love over anger. So good, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to walk in in this in this voice of putting people down. I'm going to be an encourager. It's just I'm going to be a lover and yeah, that's so good, man. You, you know, it's just yeah. it's it's way more than just saying I'm a Christian. It's way more than knowing the word. It's applying and at the same time learning how to like can you imagine like your whole life like see, sometimes we're just the ones that just talk to God. God yeah. oh, says did, did you ever think that he's a friend? He wants to actually just talk to you sometimes. Right. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, um, it's like a lot of people that are on this podcast, um, I mean, it's growing tremendously. Thank you guys so much. I feel like many of them, they don't, like, when you say things like, oh, God talking to you, they literally think it's a literal voice or something. Oh, uh, yeah. I and used to think the same. Exactly. And I so, could, because when you say talking, yeah, that makes we're sense. We're talking. And, and it's so like, when you say the word, when God is talking to you, they're like, well, God's supposed to talk to me. So they're like, yeah. I'm asking, yeah, I don't hear nothing. So what do you mean talking? Have you ever heard the audible voice of God? It's the first question they ask you. No. And that's what I mean. You yeah. see, because like, they're confused now. It's they're just, like, okay, well. I'll, they, I'll explain a little bit how right. I got into this. Yeah, right. Because, because they get... you. Um, they get confused because they're expecting yeah. an audible voice and yet you're like... I, I used to, to be in the same shoes as them. Yeah, man. So like... Because my parents, like, not even parents, there's a lot of people, oh, I hear in the word. I never understood it, but. Give me an example in your life. Let's just put it this way. I'll just, I'll come out from the side. Can I come, I'm going to come up around. Yeah. A little bit. See, when we start, the Lord speaks in different ways. It's in your thoughts, in the word. I don't know exactly all the ways, to be honest. I ain't no theologian that proves to you. But what about you? But to me, was. Your life, man. You're like, this is clearly God. Um, so I was I'm trying to think of a story where it was. It's sometimes it's because, okay, we walk, when we read the word, when you look at it, it we become, we're walking for his kingdom, you know, kingdom right. of God. And the thing is, we the kingdom's within us. So God and the kingdom of God is made up of righteousness, peace, and joy. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize to hear God, I started learning that there's this righteousness, peace, joy. Mm-hmm. There's this, there's always a supernatural peace, and it's like it might seem like something crazy, like even like simply for me, what I seen, even hearing God was just having that unexplainable peace, even in the situation of my brother, how to actually just take it in and just, you have this hope and you'll know that you know that it's it's in God's hand. I can't explain it to you, mm-hmm. but what backs it up is the word and you start to read it, like things come to life or just, I've had random, like I have this thought going through my head and random someone comes up and encourages me in this and answers the same exact thing that I was going through. Mm-hmm. I believe it was the Lord speaking through him. Right. Yeah, that's like, good, man. What to learn to hear God is learn to be free from yourself. Yeah, how about this? What if we say it like this? Because 
we, we I think we confuse people who are just trying to stand. I like to say, uh, um, instead of saying, hear God, how about God speaking to me? What if we use the word, God communicates to me? Yeah. Okay. Case in point, um, if you woke up in the morning and your mom made your breakfast, uh-huh. but she wasn't there, she left your notes, says, hey, enjoy lunch, breakfast, hope you have a good day at work. Did she talk to you? No, she communicated. But she yeah. communicated with you. You got a clear message. Let's say you came home, your room's clean, but you don't know who did it. But you know somebody did it. You yeah. know what I mean? There was a communication. And you know, you know, hey, it must have been my mom because she's the only one cleans house. Yet there was no commu- there was that's, no that's, speaking. That's I could yeah, that makes it that makes it more clear. Right, but because at the I same like time we, we kill people by in the same way, that. like your even your we'll use your example, mm-hmm. like your mom, you come home, your bed's done, and you know who did it because your mom was home. Right. When you begin to just it's obedience at the same time, it's just being op- being real with God. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, there's times I would yell and be like, God, who are you? Like, this <laughs> is, you know? Found. You know? Yep. Like, get off that self-righteousness. Oh, Heavenly Father. Like, I get that off. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Get that, get that, yeah. Fall, that, that false humility off. It's yeah. for God to work, cut you up in your life. Because what He wants to do really is He wants to cut you up and send you as a, as a vessel for Him. Whether mm-hmm. it's in business, whether it's just... He just wants you to come alive. And realize where you are, and and the same example like you're saying, like you're, you're like I say, I come in home and my bed's done, mm-hmm. and my mom's home. I know it's well. First of all, my bed is done. As yeah. you can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that I do my bed. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm laying on it right now. <laughs> no, but you you just because you know who is home and you that know who is it. Right. I think people are trying to like all oh, here in God. It's simply. Honestly, when you begin to seek Him with a pure heart, simply, I'm talking mm-hmm. about just, I'm not saying, oh, you don't sin no more. I'm talking, you're you're seeking Him mm-hmm. clearly. That begins, let's just say, that's just an ad of, it just begins to follow you. Like, you begin to understand, like, you begin to discern, like, you begin to discern the different voices. It, 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 even, like, you begin to discern, like, you begin to know the love. You begin to understand who, God is love. You begin to understand this. I don't know how to explain it to be honest, because I I'm not a theologian. I right. I just I just saw this alive in my heart, and I started like I, I understood that you begin to become obedient, and when you respond to that voice, you begin to see His word come to pass. Pass. Mm-hmm. There's moments I didn't, and I think like I failed. There's times where I and like you hear this, you just get this. It's not guilt, it's conviction. It's like, bro, you, you're better than that. Mm-hmm. Or like I put someone down right away. I get this, this. It's not really. It's not guilt or because shame. it's not. It's, not, it's not like that, but it's just right. like, bro, you really didn't have to say that, bro. You know, I right. I love him. He's my son. or just. I'm not even saying like even script. Just bro, he he's he's better than that or something. Just there's times that. There was times before that I would, even let's just put it this way, I I'd litter all the time mm-hmm. as I'm driving my car, and one time I just was driving and heard this 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 document, creation I created creation, mm-hmm. and I started to realize like, wow I'm, I'm polluting like. It's not even like, I know right small things. It's, it's just small things like I understand the law like. Mm-hmm. The law in our countries, a lot of it, I didn't agree with until I started to just get this this revelation of just freedom in my mm-hmm. life. 
and I started to realize that this is all for the better. I just, yeah. I was always, always had like a kind of like a rebel heart, like in my life. Like I just, I do really corrupted things to people's like things and, and I regret a lot, but at the same time, I'm, I'm happy that I'm able to see that I was wrong. Right. A lot of people don't see that they're wrong and they're always right. And I think yeah. that's what hinders them to walk in freedom. Here's a question, man. Um, I guarantee you there's somebody listening to that's maybe been almost the same shoes you've been in. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they're not where you're at now. Maybe they're like a month after into the incident or yeah. a year into the incident. And, you know, the, 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 the question always comes up, and this is something that I feel like we as Christians... Many many of us fall away from because the question is simple. You know what I mean? Um, if God is good, why did God allow does allow evil and suffering? And like, and this is a good theological question to talk about and debate all day. Uh-huh. But this is something that you lived out, and this is something of like you witnessed. You know, you were present. You know what I mean? And how do you how do you answer that in a simple way? For people that are just wondering, like, why does God allow evil things to happen? And some people could have, probably could have been through worse things than you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you've, you've experienced this. Like, what is your answer to those people that are saying, you know what I mean? Why would God allow such evil and suffering to happen to your life? Could he not have stopped the car or the rain or something from happening? Do you know what I mean? Like, how do you answer that? Because, like, this is the million-dollar question, you know? Yeah. I, I've always had that thought for the longest time. Right. And... Even, I remember, even just sitting in my room, just regretting, like, or thinking, why couldn't it be me, not him? And exactly. I, Honestly, I don't know a right answer for you, to be honest. I'll be real with you. But when you begin to see what life's really about, And his thing, just, I couldn't let, I'll just put it this way. When I started, I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't, let's just be real with it. I yeah. couldn't let that be a part of my, for the rest of my, to ruin my rest of my life. That question, that or? Yeah, I couldn't let that, just, let's just put it this way. Mm-hmm. Like, even the situation where my brother. Right, this is something you lived through, yeah. man. Like, I lived through it, but then I was like, dude. I can't let this like this happen, but I gotta push over it. Like I'm not even being like Christianese. I'm just saying it in general. I can't let let my life completely like the rest of my life just living in this this oh this happened like oh why does this like I don't even know how to explain but like I couldn't I didn't want to live the rest of my life and like and miss all the other opportunities because of this situation. Let's just put it that way. As 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 blunt as it sounds but then at the same time it was it's painful it was painful it had to be man there's no way there's no way man like bro it was hell it was straight up hell like i there was nights that i was just suicidal thoughts of course yeah but what what do you do knows why does god allow things well one thing i know he's given man free will and he's given us dominion and he gave up his son for us 
I was willing. I got this piece, me, me and my family. We were willing to give our brother to let it be a testimony to lift someone else up. Yeah. But at the same time, we know that his life, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it, but maybe it would have been harder if he, I didn't, I knew that he didn't, that radical experience, maybe, maybe that would be mm -hmm. different. But I felt like that was a, like a piece in the midst of the storm. Like, honestly, I don't know how to explain completely why just God a lot, but I know that one thing I known in my walk, he's given us dominion, he's given us choice. Mm -hmm. And he, he's given us this, this source called prayer. To, to, to pray over, let's say, spiritual blindness. like Because yeah. everything happened in the spiritual world before. It's just not being Christianese, but the spiritual world is so open. Look at this world. Look at all this. Like People are so into all this. Like We're human. We're attractive to supernatural. We really are. Like, like, look at the movies like that draws us. Yeah. The supernatural. We're into it. Like Enough of covering up this whole spiritual world. Like I just put it this way. There is spirits. There are spirits. And right. We must understand that we have, like, if you realize the authority you have, let's just, who you are, what you're created to be as a spirit being, you get to actually, you could fight off that, let's just say, like, in my, let's just say in the moment of my brother, I'll just bring mm -hmm. it into past, right. like, the prayers of my mom, like, she was, she was, she was standing, she was standing in the gap for my brother mm -hmm. until that moment come where he was able to make a decision yeah. because, like, this is the way I envision it. Like, imagine, like, a person and, like, a bunch of ropes tied up, right? Okay. And that's all blindness, you know? And, like, every prayer is, like, just chopping off ropes, right? Chopping okay. ropes. That, that Those ropes are preventing him from responding to the okay. truth, right? To, to just simply seeing peace, seeing freedom, seeing, to respond to just being free, right? right? Every prayer, every intercession, he's given us authority to just cut that off that he could finally see and respond. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. It's so, like, I started realizing that thing, just simple things. And I realized that, why does evil happen? Well, I think we, sometimes we just allow evil. Wow. That's, that's crazy for you to say that, man. We really do. Because we're so selfish. We're thinking about ourselves. We will put someone down to build ourselves up. You know, I, when love, love is an answer, death cannot hold it down. Evil cannot hold it down. Yeah. No opinion of man can hold it down when that real love comes in your life. Because I'm no longer, when you, when you become a lot, you don't longer live by opinion. Like, you could talk about me all you want, mm -hmm. but the only thing I can do is love on you. Right. And encourage you and, and see the potential in you. And a lot of evil, I think, is just, it's, yeah, I, I completely, I'm, uh, yeah, evil sucks. It does suck. But someone's got to step it up. And the only one that can overcome it is the ones that see life in a way of light. Mm hmm if we start seeing all in seeing in depression, if we stop seeing in stress mm -hmm. about being about ourselves, trying to benefit, trying to get, trying to be the most well known, trying to be, bro, you'll get there. Just put yourself in a situation as if you're there already. Like you want to be a millionaire, put yourself as a millionaire. Well, I don't know how that is. Well, let's just put it this way: you're trying to reach a thousand. Let's say you're trying to 
remember that one time you're trying to save, let's just say $10,000, right? Mm-hmm. You get to that point that, or even $1,000, or even, let's just put it this way, 1000 bucks, right? You get to the point, what happened? Or even you're trying to get this nice car, mm-hmm. like you get there, right? What happens? It's just, it's there, but then it's not there. Because that, like, and I'm, like if people would actually see love the way it's supposed to be, Evil wouldn't evil wouldn't change nothing. Mm. Evil, evil couldn't shift you. Yeah, it might touch you. It might bring a nut, right? Mm-hmm. But there's this a hope and assurance in you. But I'm not trying to preach, but I'm just trying to be real. Right. You know. But that's all I want, man. That's all we want. I'm I'm just trying to see share what 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 got me through. You right. know, it got to the point that I was I didn't hang out no one. I, I locked myself in the room and I was just just. Thinking like every day right now, bro. I I just think like, dude, what could I do mm-hmm. just to be purposeful? You know. Yeah. But. And uh, for somebody who right now is um, walking through this, and they're like literally where you're at, you know, when it was going down. What do you tell them, man? Like, what advice do you have for those people that are going through some, like, an evil, like, not evil or like, but like something like as like, as hard as that, like, as losing someone or knowing they're gonna lose someone, whether it's through like, you know, what I mean, or you know, what I mean, having a close person that you know, what I mean, is just. What do you tell them, man? Especially since you've been through it, you know, what I mean, and you've walked in through it and and walking out of it. Especially those that are in that situation right now, man, that haven't really you know, walked out. Like, what is a simple advice that, like, or like, what is this thing that, like, find, like, to me, because people are seeking. And theology doesn't answer it. To me, try to think back what happened. At first, it was all like, you know, you had all these people, this and that, but what really got me was just transparency and being. Don't be fake. Sometimes a man's got to cry. I was, I would sit, cry in front of my parents. Nothing like that helped. Mm -hmm. But someone that would simply listen out to me. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain, like, to someone. Because I had people ask me, like, yo, my brother, like, this guy died. Mm-hmm. What could I encourage him? I don't know. I don't know what to encourage him, but I know 
one thing who you surround yourself with is who you are let's just put it that way mm-hmm. and I would go just to someone I same time it's hard to say I'll go find a mentor that's, that's so you know I was I would just fill myself with things that would uplift me whether it's I I try to not isolate myself just put it I'll be real mm-hmm. with it I try to stay with people I try to always like to get it off my mind in the beginning I'm just mm-hmm. saying right when it happened right. I try to just try to keep it off my mind, you know, like I would feel like I'd be always be doing things or just kind of just staying busy, like mm-hmm. just people like just trying to just enjoy like create like have play basketball or just go go karting or mm-hmm. or go to football games or just something that would get me off my mind. Right. But at night I'd be stuck in my room just crying, bawling, you know. Mm-hmm crying out crying out but it's something endure enduring endurance like as you begin to endure and you just kind of just feed this hope you begin to build this trust and to be honest never isolate yourself I should say that Mm -hmm. but at the same time don't give all don't give your full trust to people like everyone Mm mm-hmm you get what I'm, do you, do you, does it make sense? Right. Like, you're not, I, one thing is, I started being, uh, how do I say, uh, you're saying, like, be around people, but don't identify yourself yeah, as people. Yeah. Like, find your core, find like, your, be real with people, mm-hmm. but the same time is, honestly, if I'd never heard of, honestly, what I ran to was, let's just put it this way. I, I, like I said, I didn't isolate, but when I was alone, I would yell to God. Right. Not, I don't know if it helped. <laughs> I just, I don't know if I, I don't, I didn't hear God. I didn't, I didn't know what it was, but I'd yell and, but inside I had this, oh, life is, life is more than this. Life is more than this. Life is more than this. And let me tell you, life is more than yourself life is more than having my my close family like life is more than every possession you have Mm. you know like i love my family but life's more than just there's something there's something higher than that because because if we're i just don't believe like god made this form of family of father Mm -hmm mother just this thing just to simply point back to understand show his relationship with us Mm -hmm. and sometimes we're so focused on family that like even jesus talks like you can't love your brother and sister more than 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 loving jesus that's just not true Mm -hmm. but the only way you can know and love this whole so-called jesus i think to me i really found it through the through my thick trial because God will never go, let you go through something you can't handle. As simple as it sounds, but yeah, there's evil. I totally agree. Like my cousin lost a three-year-old daughter to cancer. 
you know what? We prayed for healing, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you, but there's this assurance, this peace. Well, how do you know? Well, while she's dying, she's having, she's wait, she's laying in her cancer, telling mom, I'm going home to heaven. This girl didn't even talk. She'd see dreams. She's like, I was with the angels singing, having these dreams. I don't know. Even with my brother, I think a lot of it was my mom had vid- I had dreams. I didn't mention, I forgot. My mom had dreams, I think a year or months before that he was standing, walking in the water, going up and down in the ocean, drowning up and down. But at the end, he's standing still in this peace water. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But there's just this hope or assurance. I don't honestly don't know. But I think the best thing is find out who you are. Mm. Are you a mask or are you real? Because if you're real, you're not gonna com- you're not gonna live in comparison. I thought I always thought I was real, but I realized my whole life I'm I'm striving to be better than someone else. Mm-hmm. I'm striving, I'm comparing, I'm living comparison. But bro, honestly, what I could tell those people is, don't isolate yourself. If you don't know God. If you don't believe in God, that's okay. Don't isolate yourself. But at the same time, don't put a complete X on that area of God. Mm. Because you need a little bit of faith for Him to move all the doubt. A mountain of doubt. A mountain of of brokenness. How do you... How does... how, How do you... People would ask me, how are you so happy what you went through? Right. But... Honestly, I don't know, to be honest, but I learned that I must enjoy every moment of life. No longer, I cannot, like what happened yesterday, that cannot define my today. Mm-hmm. What happens today cannot, def- like as much as it will bring an impact, I got to learn how to live every day. Learn how to live every day, to push every day, to just be the best I can and just simply enjoy life. Life as realizing that I'm not alone. Having this true love and mm-hmm. not hiding it. Don't be offended of who you are. You're a believer. Don't be offended. You're maybe you're there's so many fake believers mm-hmm. and we've polluted the power of the truth, the power of love. We've polluted it. We've powered, polluted the power of peace. Why? Because we've made it about us. You know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, the only thing I can, like I said, it's just, I don't know, honestly. Like I say, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I can't explain like like this, fo- yeah, this fine, formula. But Maybe it's I not know. a formula, man. Yeah. Maybe it's just a it's, process that you have to it literally enjoy. It's like, just different for every person. Yeah. I wish I could have a definite answer, but sometimes it's good to say I don't know. Yeah. One thing, one thing that helped me was being real with who I am mm-hmm. and being honest. Just being honest, guy. Yeah. But dude, after that, my life's just been changed. It's been radical. Mm-hmm. I've been failing sometimes, but I realized that it wasn't. It wasn't a failure. It was a lesson or mm-hmm. something. Just. 
I don't know right now I'm in the midst of just trying to understand like just because I've seen th- God do something doesn't mean oh I know God no there's, I'm honestly there's times where I'm just Pressing like through. I said yeah. just, just kind of just going through being real with it and, but I know yeah. life is more than just living for yourself life is more than just making enough or just it's more than that yeah yeah, dude, that's my story, and yeah. it's just, if you're going through something, don't bury yourself, even if you did something, don't bury yourself in guilt, don't bury yourself in shame, mm-hmm. you know, it got to a point that I felt guilty, that I killed my own brother, because I could have wow. stopped something, you know, when that guilt creeps in, Bro, it, 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 it takes everything. It takes everything out of you. It will suck every 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 other possession you have on the outside. Because the real you is not what you have. The real you is inside you. Your heart. And I want to share this quote before we before I finish, I guess. Yeah. You know, your future is not what's ahead of you. It's what's inside of you. You know, if you, you want to know what your future is, like, it's what's inside. Like, learn how to find freedom inside. Yeah. And that's that's spiritual, and it's either kingdom of darkness or kingdom of light. Mm-hmm. It's simply that. And I think nowadays it's time to just be real with people. Like, of course. Yeah. We've, we've learned how to cover up the mm-hmm. truth. With his good morals and stuff, but it, it's it's more than that. So, if you're listening, I want to just encourage you: find out who you are, find out your purpose, mm-hmm. and that's all I can say, Serge. Yeah. Well, guys, unless you have anything else well, I mean, to I say, ha- I have a lot to say, but it's not what I want to say. It's what you want to say. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Um, I hope I encourage someone, or maybe I don't know. Don't. I hope they don't take it as don't take it as like this really, this thing. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to come out and this 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 Christianese thing. But at the same time, I don't want to limit the truth that would really happen. You know? So. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, people listen. I think people listen to the podcast because. I try to find people's stories that are hard to digest. Yeah. And, you know, you went through this hard experience, and this is what's gotten you through. Yeah. And that's fine. Talk about what's gotten you through. Yeah. You know, when we when we interview people that are not of the Christian faith, we're going to ask them what's gotten them through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, like, if this is, if this is what's gotten you through... It's understandable why you're so passionate about it, why you have such a fire in my life. Yeah. I mean, you've been through, experienced something so, I, I have no understanding of it. Yeah. I've never lost a brother, I mean, I have six of them. Yeah. And, um, and you walk down the side, and this is what's caught you through, and there's somebody that's going through this, and they're like, what can get me through? Yeah. Maybe you don't have the best answer, but this is what's for Exactly. Yeah, this true. is why you're here where you are. Yeah, and Sam, guys, we appreciate you listening to us. Uh, 
thank you so much for subscribing. Thanks so much for following us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I appreciate everything you guys do. If you have any questions or comments, leave them below. Sam, thanks so much for your time. We definitely yeah. went thanks. a lot over, but yeah. I mean, Sam wants to talk. I wanted to share. Yeah, so. then we'll let you I, I appreciate you guys. Uh, if you find somebody who can benefit from this podcast, sending out to them. All right, guys. Care about you. We love you. And have an awesome, awesome life. Later. Peace out.